0: Oh well, welcome everybody to beer, bourbon, and balderdash. Uh, with me tonight is Max. Hi, Max. Good evening, German neighbor Max. The I guess German neighbor yeah, Max. Yeah. German neighbor Max. John is uh, not with us tonight. He had a—he's still in Rhode Island. He had a meeting that went long, and trains and transportation in uh, Rhode Island are basically a donkey and a hut tut So um, he's—he's <laughs> uh, he's screwed until late tonight. So. Max is filling in, and I'm happy
1: about that. How you doing, Max? I'm doing great, thank you. Awesome. I'm happy that I can fill in for John. I I can't take over his role. I can't really no. fill in, but no. at least I can, yeah. you know, be a placebo. Yeah, maybe. Well, oh, not just placebo. <laughs> But, uh, you know, your long commute also makes you a
0: great contender. Yeah. So.
1: (laughs) Long commute gave me the chance to do a lot of research for the podcast tonight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I just told you what it's going to be about anyways. But first, because this is beer, bourbon, and balderdash, what did you bring for the beer, my friend?
1: I brought a beer that I haven't tried yet, so it's both uh, new for the both of us. Yes. It is from the Firestone Brewery in California. Okay. Uh I don't know if I say it correctly the city is Paso Roble.
0: Okay, Well, I like Maybe. that better.
1: It's a hazy. Even easy,
0: if you're wrong, that was uh, better. Uh,
1: paso Paso Roble.
0: <laughs> oh, you speak uh, Spanish though.
1: Uh that, boqueño, just a, okay, just boqueño. a little. <laughs> yeah. No hablo español. I don't know the de baño. Yeah. Um first drink then the baño. Yeah. Um, it's a hazy India Pale Ale 6.2 ABV, and it is called Mind Haze.
0: Mind Haze, mind
1: haze. Because I think every year the new year starts out, and it's kind of a mind haze, you know, like like you just uh, take some time to start out, and Get you going, you know. Get that yeah. drive. And We talked about resolutions, right? Yeah. You know, by now, mid-February. Yeah, they're <laughs> all out the window. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> so you're back in your mind haze and your That's old true. mind haze. It's true. It's true. So maybe, maybe that can um, act as a, you know. That's something that helps us go get over the mind. No, case, you you're know?
0: optimistic, buddy. This is just gonna fog it up. So let's do it's it.
1: Minus plus minus is plus, right? <laughs> mind test plus mind haze. I don't. Like I don't do that new
0: math. I don't do new math. <laughs> new. <laughs> oh, nice crack there. Oh, smells good right out the bat. Got that hoppy smell.
1: Oh yeah, and it's already smells very fruity. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it does. Which is a little odd for a West Coast IPA, which I find more piney than I do fruity. Yeah,
1: But those hazy ones, they have. What the
0: hell, dude? You're a German and you just poured the biggest head on that beer.
1: No, it's called a crown. No, (laughs) it's a head.
0: (laughs) No, don't don't confuse me
1: with your... No, in Germany it's called a crown. Do they really call it a crown? Yes, Um. and every good beer needs to have a crown. I'm not English. You know, I guess so.
0: But honestly, when you go to you go to a pub in Germany, they're pouring that thick of a head on a beer.
1: The glasses are just bigger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If the glass is really big, it doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) Well, their website for Firestone here says um, it's juicy, fresh, and loaded with imaginative array of tropical hop flavors, and it's a free spirited beer made to elevate your perception. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. It's going to elevate our perceptions in this. See, gray world that we live in in seattle
1: maybe maybe it's supposed to take us out of the mind taste i hope so cheers man yeah prost thanks for having me thanks for coming on
0: oh yeah right off the t- nose i got pineapple pineapple super strong on this yeah
1: uh, uh, uh. it's good it's refreshing right
0: yeah oh yeah it doesn't it does have a little bit of the bitter in the back but a it's, little bit of the pine
1: but it's pretty light for for an IPA, for an hazy IPA. Oh yeah, yeah, there it's
0: not yeah, it's not super bold.
1: Does it say which hop they used for the, or is that a blend of a hop, not a single hop? Uh, it's another one of my favorite hops. To tell you, it's no, I the, would like
0: to know um, what is your favorite hop.
1: The mosaic. 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 Okay, like it has like a very like grapefruity taste. Really good. So if you see. A beer. This nice has taste.
0: mosaic in it. See? Hey.
1: Whoa. That's why it's so delicious.
0: So the kettle is a mandarina cascade dry. The hops are Azaca, Eldorado, Mosaic, Chinook, Cashmere, caista, and Idaho 7. Hmm. That's a lot of hops. <laughs> I know. And the malts are two row wheat, Munich, torrified wheat, blonde roast oat, and
1: oats. I'm blanking. What's torrified weed? I don't know. Should I look it up? Yeah, I I have no idea what that is. Maybe it's a Um, very interesting term for something very plain. Should I ask Google or should I ask Chat GPT? Chat GPT. Yeah, you know the answer, right? Okay. Ask it. I got a jingle. You ready? Yeah, go.
0: (laughs) <laughs> All right, so now we're going to ask. That's an old man yeah, jingle. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is my childhood, <laughs> yeah. including the war game, shall we play a game? Did you ever watch war games? Did you ever see that movie?
1: Yeah. Okay. I liked it.
0: I did too. It was one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay, and, and, so we're looking for torified, torified wheat. torified.
1: And I mean, it's working. It, what? It, that, that probably was before the first Terminator, Terminator right? So they, they yes they, maybe they had the idea oh, for Skynet. Skynet. Yes. Hey. yes. Everything sounds, is stolen. That's
0: a good film theory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I accidentally typed in terrified wheat, <laughs> to which the AI said, I'm not sure what you mean by terrified wheat. Can you please provide some <laughs> additional context? Torrified. Oh, I know why. I didn't type it in. Uh, it auto-corrected me. It did it again. You little bitch. Torrified.
1: Hmm. See, okay, now it, it, it wheat. It is human. It, it It's it, not m- human. It, it must be human if it always understands you wrong.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm not going to dab into any... It's
0: a sarcastic yeah, yeah, human yeah. on the other line. Torrified wheat is a type of processed wheat that is used as a substitute for malted barley in the brewing process.
1: Hmm.
0: It is made by steaming whole wheat kernels under high pressure and then toasting them to give them a unique flavor and texture. The resulting product is often used in the production of beer, particularly in certain beer styles, such as wheat beers, to give the beer a distinct character and improve the head retention. Torrified wheat is also used in the production of other fermented beverages and food products to add flavor, improve texture, and enhance nutritional profile.
1: So basically, it's a it's a natural MSG.
0: Yeah, it's a natural <laughs> MSG. Exactly.
1: Oh, <That> it's good. <laughs> the more you know. Do you know that that um, what's it? Uncle Roger guy.
0: Uncle Roger guy. Uncle
1: Roger guy. That does like the the the. Ex- you're, gonna fly- have
0: to, you're probably going to have to talk slower for me.
1: <laughs> Uncle Roger is. I don't know. I thought is a YouTube guy that. Uh oh. Are you saying Uncle Rogers? Uh, Uncle Roger. Okay, Uncle Roger. <laughs> and you say it so fast. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay. I try to. I
0: feel like you're you're saying something in a in a foreign language. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, um, Uncle Roger. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> um, commenting on other people's recipes, making egg fried rice and stuff, <clears throat> and he also does some cooking himself and talks about MSG. Okay. And he in, in one episode he's like you know you put MSG on everything you put MSG on baby make baby smarter
0: uh no
1: no well maybe
0: I don't know man it's not supposed to be that good
1: <laughs> oh you're hiding
0: the berm and yeah sock? so you know you should know this by now that we always mm. play the Sock of Mystery, Mystery. <laughs> So I did pick a uh, single malt, because I know you like single malts. And this is one that um, we might have tasted on the podcast, but we didn't like feature it on the podcast. So I thought it's safe to,
1: this would be a good one. I see a star. So There's a star. I'm sorry, you guys out there, you don't see.
0: What does a star say? Oh um, Can, me see can t- you make it out? To Texas. Hey. Of course. Hey.
1: Is it, isn't it a Lone Star State? It is a Lone Star yeah. Very
0: good. All right? You have, you have won your citizenship badge. And
1: not yet, but I'm learning <laughs> for it, right? Now.
0: <laughs> All right. So I picked this up last time I was in Texas, which is uh, actually a year ago this month. Um, no, that's not true. I think we went in April, too, last year. But anyways, um, this is one of my favorites. It's from Balcones, and it is the Mirador, which is a Texas single malt whiskey. Um, yeah, so we will, uh, grab our Glen Cairns, and then we just continue to sip on the very good beer, which yeah. I'm actually pleasantly surprised. It's light, even though it's a 6.2. I mean, it tastes light. Yeah. So it's uh, very fruity and pineapple-y. All right.
1: You guys should have seen how the sock was pulled. That it was sensual. Yeah. <laughs> <And> very. <laughs>
0: I'm glad we're sitting across from the table because you look a little aroused, buddy. (laughs) I'll put it right here. And uh, so uh, last time we were in Waco, uh, we went to the distillery and uh, we did the tour, had a lot of fun. And at the time, uh, Mirador was only available at the distillery. And uh, I think I've seen it now at um, Total Wine and More. Hmm. So... Uh, if, if you if you do have it in your uh, neighborhood liquor store or Total Wine and More or whatever the equivalent of that is, BevMo, um, pick it up because I think it's one of the best ones. So let's give it a sniff and a cheers. Oh, very woody.
1: Yeah. Warm.
0: Yeah. The caramels oh, there. Yeah.
1: Like a warm, like velvety mm-hmm. smell. Yeah, it's not punchy
0: with the alcohol at
1: all. If you can can like a sour cherry mm-hmm. note, like a cherry note. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm.
0: Even um yeah. Green apple. There's like an apple fruit in there, seems to me. Mm-hmm. A stone fruit, I guess. apple's <laughs> uh, not a stone fruit, is it? Well, Anyways, prost. Mm. Oh, that's so delicious. Yeah, that's good. Mm, honey. I taste honey. It's sweet. It kind of coats the whole mouth. Oh, wow. That is really, really good.
1: It stays on the tongue. It is not not <clears throat> <clears throat> aggressive in the mouth at all. Like you don't like, remember last time we had, I think, the rye or whatever it was. Slurs. The slurs. You felt it uh, in the throat. Yeah some burn there's yeah. no burn at all it's just like pure pure taste on the tongue
0: what else you pick up in that
1: A <clears throat> little bit of toast toast yeah
0: yeah let's say
1: like underneath all the the fruit it's like a fruity sometimes like a little bit of, of a nutty flavor mm-hmm. and I think that nutty flavor <clears throat> hints at like toast okay
0: yeah, that's very good. That's cool. This is one of my favorites. Different than, so like if we were to drink um, a single malt from an isle or um, like in Scotland or even Westland, um, different, yeah. much different. And I find uh, Texas bourbons and Texas single malts especially, and I think it has a lot to do with climate as well. And <clears throat> corn, um, I think it has a, a much different uh, profile. The sweeter, mm. less chocolatey, <clears throat> you know, and more sweet
1: on the sweet side. I'm surprised how long it stays in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, usually when you have, like, those more soft and sweet um, single-mode whiskies, they fade very fast. Yeah. But this one <clears throat> stays in your mouth for a very long time. Like, the, the flavor doesn't leave your mouth. That's well, nice. Yeah.
0: Well, let's see if we can... uh <clears throat> Let's see if we can psych ourselves here. So this says uh, underripe and green notes of pear, hmm. green apple skins, flower stems open up to honeysuckle, and fallen leaves before revealing rich notes of honey, brown sugar, and soft suede leather. Now, John, I have a running joke about this. this. Sometimes it's so poetic. It's like this is utter bullshit. <clears throat> the taste... Is green fruit and light herbal aroma suggesting green tea and honey with hints of fennel and lemongrass? I get the lemongrass. Uh, as it breathes, a light fruit syrup impression concentrates and mingles with the soft spice notes to evoke apple pie, lemon curd, fruit salad with marshmallows, pecans, and even a rusty nail with an ass- accidental <laughs> cucumber garnish. A rusty nail. <clears throat> it's a drink. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry about that. You can't you can't see the words here, but they're capitalized like a drink. Uh, and the finish begins where the rich sweetness gets lifted by the citrus twang, uh, drying to notes of sandalwood marmalade, before offering an Earl Grey tea. Hmm. So what do you think about that?
1: I would agree with the with the Earl Grey tea. I can I can see those. Yeah,
0: I can't too like, in the back.
1: To- like. It's probably what that, I thought oh, would be toast. toast. It's like yeah. to more more those leaf, toasted leaves, that yeah. that flavor that comes out of it. What I absolutely <laughs> don't taste, maybe my taste bud that are like overwhelmed is like spices. I don't don't have a lot of like spices or herbals there. It's very fruity. It has uh, like this nutty, very sweet and, and um taste. I can I can see I get lemongrass.
0: Like I can taste lemongrass. Yeah, it's the. It
1: tastes like it has a fresh taste to it.
0: That. Yeah, lemongrass is refreshing. You bite Mm -hmm. into it. I mean, you know what you're biting into. Yeah. So their Mirador is a second fill barrel malt profile whiskey. Uh, so this bottling is made up of whiskeys ranging from under two years to almost five years in age, but because of all the aging that took place. In used casks, the oak profile comes across across much softer than some of the whiskies that are only half as old. That's what makes this one uh, second fill barrel malt Mirador.
1: Hmm, not bad. It's it's great. Yeah. Actually. It's great. I mean, you and know, I, you know that I like Singamore's, Yep, so that um, you're running in an yeah. open door, yeah. but um. I need to get a hold of one of those bottles, bottles there. Yeah, really they, they
0: also sell their Lineage, which is really good. It's a black bottle up there. And I have a bottle of their uh, just Texas whiskey. But the Lineage is, <clears throat> I believe, also a single malt, if I'm not mistaken. It's
1: good. <clears> throat> this throat> one's fancier. <clears throat> it is. I don't know if you mentioned it. other has 106 proof, I think. Yep. And for for it being 106 proof, it's very mild tasting.
0: Yeah, it doesn't punch you in the face yeah. at all.
1: Like, other other 106 proofs are much more punchy.
0: Yeah. I did 113 proof today that I got in the mail from Crowded Barrel. I got their single mom, uh, which we'll be doing on a different uh, podcast. But uh, that one, uh, that one, whew, that's hot. It's hot. Like breathing fire. Yeah. It's like 113 uh, uh, proof, and it's like hot. Very hot. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> anyways, uh, we were talking earlier and uh, you had said that you'd come over and do the podcast, but only after you ate because you hadn't eaten all day, except you had some shake, which immediately I thought, oh, this guy's going on a diet Yeah, for your bikini bod.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> my, for my bo- Borat costume. Do you know Borat? Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: Do you wear a Borat costume?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh. Every morning at breakfast, I put it on. Do you?
0: <laughs> Danelle, what a lucky girl what a lucky gal yeah. she is
1: but my dad bought like i got now yeah throughout it's probably more a corona covid dad bod oh
0: corona covid bod yeah were you pretty uh svelte uh in your younger years were you pretty fit most of your life
1: no 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 um I was fit from, I would, or you got to say until, I was pretty fit until I would say 25. Oh, okay. And that's when I basically started working really full time. Yeah.
0: Who has got time for working yeah, out? Yeah. I right.
1: was like finished with all my training and education. And during training, I had a lot of time and also colleagues to um, do sports with. We did a lot of Batman and all all kinds of stuff, and during my younger years, I was surfing a lot. Um, but yeah, that all went to drastic calls, oh, all <laughs> went t- to hell, yeah. And then I got fat until I think I reached my mid 30s, okay. Um, and then I discovered CrossFit, and yeah, it's been
0: you're a CrossFitter, uh oh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> <clears throat> I work out, yeah. let's, let's uh-huh. leave it there, I work out. <laughs> Occasionally
0: Yeah (laughs) Well I found this
1: Yeah
0: Yeah, so dad bods That's what we're going to talk about tonight And uh, I have always had a dad bod I think my freshman year of high school um, I didn't and, uh, or I, I think that was probably the only time, well, most of my childhood and up until ninth grade, um, I was at very athletic and stuff like that. And then I just stopped playing baseball and went and got a job, uh, cause I had a girlfriend uh, <laughs> who I married and, uh, <clears throat> had a car and, uh, girlfriends are expensive and yeah. so are cars. Yeah. So I had to work a lot. And then, uh, my athletic bod became a uh, fat bod. And then when we had kids, it got really big. And then when I left, uh, when I left Starbucks after I worked there for seven years, I lost a lot of weight and just started running and stuff like that. And, uh, and uh, now the, uh, the, the God you see before you today that I am, that uh, I'm not. Um, so I just, I lift weights and stuff like that. Cause I figure if I'm going to be fat, I'm going to be strong. And uh, that's kind of my motto. So I'm not going to, I don't think I'm ever going to be, well, I don't necessarily want to be uh, like a bodybuilder type physique. I just want to be, Strong, what I'm doing right now, I'm trying to prevent my sixties and seventies to be full of nonsensical pain <laughs> that I could have prevented a long time ago
1: what um so as a kid, you played mostly baseball,
0: yeah, that's it, man baseball it was just baseball was everything,
1: and after that, never you know never try to get back into it or is there like I, I remember in Germany you have <clears throat> like leagues for dead bots yeah, basically beer leagues. mostly tennis or soccer yeah. I would say um, no I, I would do uh, I played
0: softball I think for one season um, but with little kids and stuff so now remember like I'm a little, <clears throat> Dane and I are in a little unique situation which we purposely had kids at very young ages so in our early 20s we had kids where most people our age at that time weren't they weren't even married, right? So, you know, we we just we're focused on kids trying to figure out, you know, why the fuck did we do this so early and you know, all that kind of stuff and and have a job and, and what not to wear. The reason why I can work out so much right now is because my kids are grown and so I'm able to able to do that. So Do you work out daily? Uh I work out four to five times a week. So whether that's either uh, the rowing machine or uh, the treadmill, those are on days where I don't feel like lifting anything heavy and I'm just kind of tired and I'd rather just – instead of sitting on the couch watching TV, I'd rather just be moving and watching TV <laughs> It's kind of <laughs> what I do because <clears throat> I just – I need to – you know. but I still need to work out. I'll feel like a fat piece of shit if I don't. And then other days I'll get really pumped, especially in the morning. So weekends I'm always like – Ready to go at like 8 a.m. I'm down here working out because, you know, I want to get it out of the
1: way before the rest of the day goes. So, so favorite workout time morning.
0: <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. most of it's an afternoon. Yeah. I get off work. Yeah. Because oh. <clears throat> if I work out during the week, it's all an afternoon. If I come down here in the mornings, Dana's working out. So you really get the
1: motivation to <clears throat> work out after you come home from no, work? No, I
0: have zero motivation. I do it anyways. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was listening to the, just because you said it, to the Uberman podcast. Yeah. Um, And he, I'm currently listening to that episode with Yoko Willink, the the Navy SEAL Mm. that was part of Navy Team, uh, Navy SEAL Team 6. Good Lord. Say his name again. Yoko Willink, I think. Jocko Willink. Jocko Willink? Yep. Oh, I butchered it.
0: <laughs> this is what I'm, I'm saying, man. I'm, I'm,
1: <clears throat> I'm apologizing. No, you're so, fine. Jocko, you'll never hear this, but I apologize for That's butchering so your name. That's so funny. Well,
0: think. it's funny that I picked it up. I'm like, who's he talking about? This <laughs> sounds like Jocko.
1: <laughs> God, I love you. Well, <laughs> Thanks read, for being my foreign you, friend. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. You see, as a foreigner, you get that book. I read that book, um, Extreme Ownership. Yeah. And it and it says the name and it, nobody told me. Oh, That's know? so funny. So, yeah.
0: Anyways. Do you have that book? Yeah. Extreme Ownership? Yeah. I have Discipline Equals Freedom, which is like a daily devotional. It's fantastic.
1: Is it the, the book that came out after that?
0: I think so. It's all black.
1: Extreme Ownership is all black as well. <laughs> of course but, it is. Hey.
0: <laughs> it has the <laughs> same same kind of principles. So, I'm sorry. Go on. So Jocko.
1: Jo- Jocko Wilnick? Yep. Okay. okay. Good job, Um, man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're learning. (laughs) Lifelong learner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm digressing here, but I made like a personality test, I think, two days ago. And one question was, uh, do you yourself consider a lifelong learner? Mm -hmm. I do. Anyways, podcast, Will Nick, Yeah. um, And he was talking about motivation. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think of it as it as. that before but he basically said like motivation is an emotion Mm -hmm. it's it's like a feeling and like every other emotion it comes and goes it it has also a hormonal background so yeah basically most people probably don't want to hear it but motivation you can't rely on motivation nope never you know it's I wouldn't go so far as someone said, like motivation motivation is bullshit. Like discipline is everything. Like sometimes motivation can help. So I don't wouldn't
0: motivation say definitely
1: helps. I wouldn't say it's bullshit, you have but, a goal. but just don't rely on it. And yeah, for me, that that had some profound effect to understand that it is an emotion like every other emotion, like hunger, you know, like. Yeah. Love. Yeah. So it, it's, it's not some steady thing that, yep. you know, you wake up, you motivate it. It's there. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not.
0: Well, one of the principles that he also teaches too, which I'm glad you brought this up, was <clears throat> is that uh, uh, with the motivation. Um, I mean, motivation helps. I wish I had more motivation, right? So I wish I had the more feeling of motivation. I guess I think that's why people like you know huff smelling salts and stuff like that because I was like, Argh! you know, get some <laughs> like get some of that uh, war cry, death, that bloodlust or whatever yeah. going on in their brain, which I guess is motivational, but setting goals can be motivational, but sometimes you can really fall short on that too. Cause goals can goals sometimes can be like what hope is where you hope in it and then it fails. And then now you're worse than you were before you had hope in something. So sometimes setting goals. And then if you don't meet those goals, you feel like bigger piece of shit because yeah, yeah. Um, but discipline, it has to be discipline. So I come down here and I've listened to enough Jocko and I've listened to enough David Goggins and I've listened to enough um, Joe Rogan to know um that you're a little bitch and you need to just fucking do it and shut up. Stop whining. And I do. And I come down here and I just fucking do it. You know, and some days I'm, you know, I'm, I'm lifting heavy and I'm feeling good about it. And other days I'm lifting heavy and it's just dog shit. And I drop maybe down five more pounds and I just do yeah. a little lighter. I just want to get it done. I might up the reps, but I'm just, I'm tired or I'm just not feeling it. And so yeah I get it. it it's that I equate that to like <clears throat> one of the things that uh, I learned when um, Dan and I we had to do these marriage classes before we got married and one of them was that love is an emotion. You're not gonna love this person every day. like you're not gonna have the feelings of love. And then those moments where they piss you off or you piss them off, you know love's out the door. It's now anger or frustration, right? So you have to choose to love someone. That means despite those moments uh, of frustration or anger or whatever it is, because you'll always hurt another human being, whether it's intentional or not. Um, choosing to forgive them or choosing to love them is not then treating love as an emotion, but as a steady state thing that you've made the decision to do. And, uh, and so I treat – that's how I tr- think of um, – loving my wife is that i have i've made vows right so and i've decided like i will love you better or worse all that jazz even when you're not lovely (laughs) and even when i'm not lovely and uh and you know so i remind myself that even in the heat of arguments like no no you chose this like you know so now what do you want to do now (laughs) you know because you chose that right So
1: and it's if if you so comparable to focusing just on the goal, which inevitably probably in most cases leads to failure. Um, if you don't love the process, mm-hmm. you have to love the process that your marriage is because that like, you have to wake up in the morning, make a conscious decision, no matter yep. how you feel, to work in it. Like if you. Even on the bad days can still appreciate what you have mm-hmm. what what the other person stands for what, <clears throat> what what's what she is representing and yeah. then then i wouldn't say you don't need love but you don't have a problem to cope with those days where you don't feel loved yeah. which i think is probably even worse than you don't feel very loving yeah yeah because this like i, I think it, that that feeling of rejection. Haunts us all. It makes sure. us angry and hurt. Yeah. You know, and that that can lead to a very yeah. bad spiral.
0: Unvaluable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, so the term "dad bod." Do you guys have a term for "dad bod"? Do you guys say "dad bod" in German? Like, yeah, what, yeah? yeah. Is that I, an I, actual
1: cultural thing in Germany? Dad bod. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, but I think I'm pretty sure we also say dad bod. Um, there is a <laughs> there is a war word f- um, "Ramsen." which basically destro- describes the dad bot if you have like What's a, it called? What's it called? Ranzen. Ranzen? <laughs> which uh, I don't know where it comes from. We, sh- we would have to Google it. Um,
0: Translate as, um, you want me to ask ChatGPT? Ask as
1: chat GPT what it says. I mean,
0: you want me to or?
1: Yeah, yeah just do it. I'll, I'll just keep talking yeah, while you, you… No, yeah.
0: I want to hear your definition. I um, maybe you want to ask.
1: So if you have uh, like a big heart, beard, <coughs> dad, belly, oh that's, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a ranzen. Spell that. What is how's that spelled? It's R A N Z E N. R A N Z E N. Yeah, ranzen. Okay. Yeah, like the normal definition of ranzen would be the uh, the backpack that you take to school with, but it's like the word oh. not for a usual backpack. It's like like the special backpack yeah. that you use to go to school with. That's so funny.
0: Yeah, it refers to a school backpack or satchel. Yeah. It's also uh, carry their school book supplies in. Yeah. Yeah. So but so it's like a front backpack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like a front backpack. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But, so, it, but it's dad bud, yeah.
0: What uh, just because I'm ignorant of German culture. <laughs> no, that's um, okay. Which I mean, why wouldn't I be? <laughs> uh, what would be the what do you think that the uh, media portrays as a good-looking body for men in Germany? Um, is it is it the same as American because we're Western societies that it's
1: the same idea? I th- think here you guys make a more conscious effort to... Um, break those those um, ideals you know like, like six pack or anything like real fit until you know at what age um i think we still have more of that classic old school idea of being slim and fit somewhat um like like it's it's in germany i would say if you're like if you have like a like a little dad bod is is fine but if it gets a little bigger than it has connotations of being lazy and not looking after okay. yourself and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So it's, I think it's, um, it, it depends on, you know, how well developed that, but the dad part is, but so um,
0: what you're saying is I wouldn't kill in Germany.
1: You wouldn't kill? I like,
0: wouldn't kill. Like, I wouldn't be attractive in Germany. Oh,
1: uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I like that. the lost like no, in no. translation there. You wouldn't kill? <laughs> I'd murder everybody. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, that is... like. <laughs> With all the shootings here, you know, you might be <laughs> might be careful to say that in Germany. Everybody's like, hey, it's the American. it going to shoot us. Oh, yeah, the American. They're
0: going to shoot us. They're going to
1: shoot us. They're going to kill us.
0: Yeah, because they allowed me to bring guns
1: into No in, in terms of would you be killing it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure you would. Hey. Hey, you invited me to your all podcast. Right. You That's would. Right.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Move over, David Hasselhoff.
1: <laughs> All right, so. Right. Yeah, uh, he was looking for freedom.
0: Yeah, he was looking for freedom. He gave you guys freedom. Well, he gave East of you freedom, so yeah. that's fine.
1: Yeah.
0: He united you guys, him and Reagan and Gorbachev. Yeah. Gorbachev, too. Yeah, yeah and Cole, Can't Cole, forget, Cole. George, Gorbachev did a big deal there. Most people don't give him credit for enough credit for that. He did. He did. The, the term dad bod became popular in 2015. <laughs> um, this is So the word dad bod has been in the. You know, vocabulary for a while, but uh, it really kind of blew up when a Clemson Odyssey from Clemson University <clears throat> writer named Mackenzie Pearson wrote an essay titled "Why Girls Love the Dad Bod," <clears throat> and it became a very popular thing. So, how she described dad bod was a nice balance between a beer gut and working out. Huh. So you have a little chub. Well, you no. Uh, uh, Dick joke. No, you have a little. You have a little belly. You have a little fat. Got a big hog, chub, and uh, but but you have some mus. You have some muscular definition. Like you could probably lift a thing for them into the house.
1: Yeah, you gotta look strong if yes. you're if you're chubby. You still gotta look strong. Yes. And I remember when I met. You all, know, like I was asking her like what stuff she finds attractive, and she uh, she actually referred to strong arms. Yeah. Um, Dana Dana so, thing. you know, thing. I'm, I'm just
0: broad chest, strong arms. Well, I yeah. mean, and I, I understand that because there's a, you know, for them, it's a sign of protection and help and all the things that they, um, that they would want as well. So
1: that makes sense. It does. Did you know that an established stat bot in India is a sign of wealth? i imagine most cultures
0: might think that way
1: because it shows you like you have enough to f- you have food you have a good living you don't need to work like heavy heavy um like body activity or like, i'm not a, a laborer like, you, like, you, which it might
0: yeah. be on the caste system yeah. like a low level
1: yeah you pleb. can be a lazy slouch on the couch basically and, and still doing well so
0: so what you're saying is i could kill it in india yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I eat beef. So they don't <laughs> if, want it. If
1: they if they <laughs> That's the thing. If you try to get into like parties in India, um due to their um caste system. Cast system, it's not easy.
0: Yeah, but how do they how do they treat I know we're off topic, but that's okay. How do they treat <laughs> foreigners then?
1: Uh usually treat them good, but you're just not one of them. So it's not like I've been.
0: But do they treat you better than someone who's from a lower caste family?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially if you're in uniform. Tell oh, them. oh yeah, you they know, love that. Do don't the they? Stuff. Oh,
0: you <laughs> wear it all the, all the time then? Of course. There? Yes. That's every
1: smart. every every lunch I go to, I put on the uniform yes. just for the sake of. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like it when they <laughs> bow to you? Sick yeah. son of a bitch. That's good. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, so anyways, yeah, <clears throat> I asked ChatGPT as well, and ChatGPT said, DadBot is a term used to describe a physique that's slightly out of shape, but still attractive, characterized by a bit of belly, softness around the waist, and a generally relaxed and comfortable appearance. The idea behind the term is that it conveys a sense of ease and comfort in one's own skin and a rejection of the societal pressures to have a perfectly toned and muscular physique. It's a rebellion against the gym bros, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it shows that you don't spend six hours a day at the gym. You have more important things to do. That's right. Yeah. Make money. So, But one of the things that uh, – I want to go back to one of the things that you said. Uh, so then the German body type for uh, an ideal man, and I hate saying those things, but you understand what I'm saying, um, is athletic but slender. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would say is more like the runner type of guy. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Where in America it's like the big – Bulky yeah. bodybuilding yeah. looking, but okay, I gotcha, I gotcha.
1: Um, so, do, so go that ahead. that that report you were referring to, did it say that like a, a certain percentage of women prefer the dadbot? Did she say that? No, no, no. The, the, the report did it say that? Did it say like sixty percent of American women no, prefer a dadbot? It didn't. What do you think?
0: Uh, I think women of a certain age begin to be okay with yeah. dad bod. Yeah. And, and I think the same goes for men. So like if we talk about societal norms and stuff, <clears throat> I, I think, I think men and women suffer from the same thing where, um, whether it's social media or societal society, society in quotes, air quotes um, tells them that they have to, be, you know, this big and be this slender and have these measurements and women have to have this size of breasts and they have to have this big ass and they have to have and they have to look like this certain way. Kind of like what, you know, the whole Kardashian family (laughs) has tried to sculpt and mold their skeleton into in order to fit into some kind of weird, you know, body dysmorphia, you know, feeling of what should be attractive. And I think for the most part, most, I think most human beings would rather feel good and be fit, like be healthy yeah. and, uh, and then just live their fucking lives. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to be necessarily obese cause it's obviously unhealthy. Obviously it's unhealthy. Being too skin is, uh, skinny is obviously too healthy un, too unhealthy as well. Um, where you don't have any kind of muscle mass and or body fat. It's still not healthy.
1: Do you think having a dad bod is on the brink of being obese? Would you um, like are those terms like gradually like after like if the dad bod gets too big you you are obese because you're like from the definition you're still going to be fit and I know I'm never going to be skinny. I've I, like to eat shit, you know,
0: <laughs> dude. Trust me, I try. I got a doctor who's trying to work with me right now, and he's like, "I don't understand." I was like, "I don't understand." <laughs> I'm doing everything that you're asking, doc, um, and it's still not coming off. So we're we're trying more things, but uh, so yes, but only because. So when you'd see like body mass indexes, right? They're they're taking your height and they're taking your weight, and they're saying, "Well, if you're this, if you're this tall." then a healthy range should be this range, which I think is... Bullshit. Healthy for me would be like 170 or whatever. I'm 210. But that is...
1: You know, I'm, that, that I'm BMI right. stuff is complete bullshit, right? I do.
0: I do. But this is how they measure stuff, okay? Yeah. So I'm just using their own measurement terms. I mean, if I, if I don't feel good, then I should probably change my life. <laughs> to me, that's kind of the bottom line. Yeah. Um, so if you have a dad bod, though in the sense where you have muscle and you do work out, but you're soft in the middle a little bit, right? None of the weight is taken into how much muscle is on your body. Exactly. And so I think think that's a bit deceiving. Now, belly fat is not awesome to have, like a lot of it, right? So you could hurt yourself. And I've seen buff guys with, like, they look like they're pregnant and you're like uh that doesn't look right you know like something something else is going on here buddy um you know maybe you pulled a what do you call it when you uh pull uh the lining out of your out of your abs or whatever it is hernia um you know maybe you got a hernia it's a big hernia so Anyways, and that can happen if you lift a lot, too. <laughs> Hemorrhoids as well. Um, but no, I, I, but I've but i seen a lot of people, and I think our modern culture also, though, those who sit in front of a computer a lot and stuff like that, they have to be very careful, too, because they can kind of atrophy because they're sitting all day long. And, uh, and if you're sitting and eating all day long, then you start getting a belly and your arms start, like, you get, like, little arms. So I've seen yeah. programmers. You know, I've met programmers, and their arms are like sticks, and their, yeah. their torso is, like fat and that's that's not a great sign of of health right there no but their whole body is kind of conformed to this way of you know just like if you were a blacksmith i mean your arms would be gigantic and yeah you know and you'd be dirty all day long but and deaf
1: probably but that's as you said it's not healthy like you see that especially with older people they they live off their off of their muscle mass that they acquired throughout the mm-hmm. life basically so if you keep on lifting and like let's say for instance you, you you get a little bit older you break a leg you have to lay in bed for some time on, on, until that heals yeah your body lifts off of that muscle mass and, and if you don't have oh, that yeah. you must it depreciate or you just you just fall apart yeah much absolutely. faster yeah.
0: absolutely so uh, that's a great question and uh, I got some follow-up questions do I hear the follow-up questions mm, yep yeah. Does it make men with a dad? Do you think it does it make uh, that men with dad bods? Do you find them to be probably more approachable and unthreatening? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's also another uh, quality of the dad bod is that uh, you look like someone that I could hang out with. Yeah. Like if you were buff and really sculpted, I'd probably be intimidated. Yeah. If you were athletic runner type, I'd probably be less uh intimidated. But you know, if you were like, yeah, I'm all the time, and you're like really big. Yeah, I'd be I'd be like,
1: "Okay, cool, dude."
0: Like, I don't know if I can hang.
1: Yeah. No, dude. I mean, it's basically a sign, "Dude, I know how to get I know how to have a good time." Yeah. I I can I, have more fun. You know, I carry my six-pack in my hands, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah. And runners, I don't know. Can I say this on a podcast? You can I, say anything you want. That we I have no sponsors. That I, I mean, probably other people will say that about me when I'm... And I try not to talk about CrossFit at all. I don't try to molest any people with that I'm doing that stuff. You don't molest people? That's good. <sighs> well, yeah. With talking. Usually, oh, okay. Usually. Good Lord. Otherwise, my license. Choose your you know? words, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a foreigner. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know yeah. I, uh, I pull that card. <laughs> no English. <laughs> no English, please. <laughs> can we talk German? <laughs> <laughs> um, the last time I met a runners couple, and I hope they don't hear it. I guess they don't. It's just they you have a need, lot of faith
0: that we have a large audience. We do not. Uh,
1: they're they're. I think they come just after vegan vegans. Okay, they yeah. need to talk about it. Yes, they need to talk about well, the last race Yeah, and it's usually I think that's interesting and awesome, but uh, there's some annoying part about that, sure. maybe, but I, that's probably just me. And I'm, I think I'm a very accepting person. So I will still listen. I will still ask questions and be, but you know, be, be nice. Yeah. But uh, inside I'm like, oh, Jesus. well, <laughs> people get
0: excited about their hobbies like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do the same thing and you become, you, you become an evangelist for it. You know, you like, you want to, you know, tell them about the Lord and Savior running, you know, yeah. and, or <laughs> CrossFit or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah.
1: You, you want know. to talk about CrossFit? No, I don't <laughs> want to talk about CrossFit. <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding.
1: The thing is, I suck at running. Yeah. So I think that's also... Uh, what do you well, suck
0: about running? What sucks about running?
1: No, I suck at running. I know. What about it? I'm slow. Oh, you're just slow. I'm just slow. You don't run weird? Oh, well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I probably look like an you're awful not, German clown when I'm running. Gimpy or anything like that? No, oh, I think more... What's... what's uh. What's the name of that little guy, um, you know, with the ring? my precious oh, Go- Golem. Golem, Yeah, probably close after Golem. like ooh,
0: ooh. that's a great image. right? No one has ever seen you, so no, no, no one. That's all they think man and they won't German Golem <laughs> that's great. Uh, so that so that goes to the next question. Do you think dad men with dad bods are more
1: fun? I would say so. I'd say so too. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, yeah. you know, and not because I have one.
1: Uh, and no, but now that you say it, it's, I don't know, maybe, you know, if you, if you talk to that gym bro guy type, they're like, no, have, like those gym guys are fun. And when I think of it, most of what I call friends would have or have deadpots, Yeah. yeah. Deadpots, I say. Oh, okay. Like, and but, them, I mean, when know? they drink a
0: beer and go, man, this is going to fuck with my macros. <laughs> they don't say anything like that. Yeah. Do you know how many pounds I'm going to have to lift tomorrow?
1: Yeah. No, I, I don't. Know. They, they probably don't drink in the first place, right?
0: Uh, actually, beer is uh, really good for muscle recovery. Oh. Yep. That's did why. You, did, you, uh... did you hear our last episode about athletic beer? Yeah. So it was the same kind of thing. What they found, though, is that the athletic beer um, it doesn't, have any, doesn't have as many calories and won't get you drunk, but has all the properties that will help recover muscle.
1: Muscle recovery. That's great. I um, so it's
0: actually a very beneficial drink if you're working out.
1: Have you ever tried hop water while we're at it? No. Um, Is that like bong water? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, what's it's bong the same water? same family? Oh, Max, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm from Germany. We don't do whatever whatever you're talking about there. <laughs> That's the country next to us. Oh yeah, that's
0: right, um, Amsterdam. <laughs> the Netherlands.
1: No, hot water <laughs> is. Um, we had a couple of cans um, of the hot water, and they have a bunch of stuff in there for recovery and like stress relief, the ashwagandha stuff and L-theanine. Oh okay, uh, it's refreshing. I like. Does it, it. taste like IPA? Uh, no, no. It oh. it tastes it tastes like water. It has a very watery. Um, think about about it but it has like the, the freshness of a hop like oh yeah like the fruitiness of, yeah. a hop, yeah. of a hop they have like I don't know blood orange or peach okay. mango yeah but it's really good hop water hop water I have to look for it that's good
0: um, do you think women find it easier to picture a man a long life with a man that has a da- dad bod
1: I was thinking about that earlier and you mentioned it before i think that changes which with age yeah um
0: because i think as women's body kind of atrophies a bit and changes i think their idea of a man kind of changes with that
1: yeah and perhaps men do too and this this is obviously that doesn't go for all of the women but i think many of Many of them probably, you know, when they're in their late teens, 20s, they want to have fun. Um, They want to look good. It's mostly about looks. Sure. Like, not as nerds, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, Like normal people. Yep. (laughs) And I think once they hit, like, late 20s, maybe early 30s, all the changes, life gets more serious. You know, they finish university, college, or whatever. They start the job. They suddenly realize, Jesus, the life is expensive and I need some kind of security and somebody to live with that I actually cannot only have fun with, but I can can solve problems with, basically. Yeah, yeah. You need someone that you can rely yeah, on. Yeah, a
0: partner that you... Yeah, can, yeah, yeah.
1: someone stable. <clears throat> and, and and children. I, yeah. Children are a part and, of that as well. I think what you said or what we talked about earlier, like, a, like guys with a dad bod but they they still have, you know, strong arms. They can still provide something. But, yeah, they're active. But they're they're laid back enough so they don't need to worry yeah. about them running away or doing some <laughs> sketchy shit or whatever. You know, they're just, you they're know. Too they're
0: too slow. They're too slow to run too away. They're slow, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. They yeah. can't run away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they can lift them up, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, now we're getting into bad stereotypes oh, that's so
0: much- no it's not bad stereotype because I I would say that the majority of men and women although they're they would wish that they would look like the people that are kind of put in front of them in social media and stuff like that um, a lot of them don't have the time nor the money to do that because it's very expensive actually also to be that committed to working out i think it is yeah. now you can lose weight and stuff but to look like some of these people it takes a, a large amount of money and i'm not talking about plastic surgery i'm talking about yeah. supplements and time yeah. and memberships and and buying the weights if you want a home gym and all that stuff so i mean it's it's not an inexpensive ende- endeavor like you can just run and that's cheap but yeah. you you don't and you can do body exercises and that's cheap but if you wanted to get bigger like some of the guys that you see On social media, I mean, you you have to invest in
1: you have to invest in more than that. But have you ever looked at the training schedule for a runner, uh, for a marathon runner?
0: Yes, it's insane. It takes so
1: much time. Yeah, and so the dashboard also shows like you know how to weigh your time. You can still train your arms to be strong, but you know how to live a good
0: life with the pizza. Yeah, exactly.
1: And those balance that you need in life with heavy working, caring, and still having a good time. So. Yeah, I think I think at a at a certain age, many women are are want probably want a guy that ha- or prefer a guy not want but prefer a guy with a, uh, with a little dad, but then like that yeah. gym. Maniac sure that might be a totally nice guy, a bit yeah
0: and and again I'm I'm big on uh just trying to take as best a care of yourself as you can, but I also believe you should enjoy life because you only have the one, right? So and it's short as long as it feels, and sometimes it feels long. There's days where it's like, dude, this day will never end. Uh, life is a vapor, right? It's it's here and then it's gone, right? It's, it's very, very short. So you have to take care of the vehicle, the meat wagon that you live in, um, but you also have to live the life too. And sometimes yeah. that means drinking or playing uh, with your kids instead of working out or eating something that's just so amazing, even though, you know, it's not super great for you uh, yeah. to enjoy those things in life. Um, yeah. I'm not a big proponent on not working out. I'm not a big proponent on Overeating and and I'm I'm one to talk because I know that I'm an emotional eater. So when I get emotional, I go for the fridge and then I have to talk to myself much like I do about working out. Same. Like you, fat piece of shit, yeah. you're gonna close the door. You're gonna go grab some water. You're gonna sit down. You're gonna drink the water. Then you're gonna go fucking bed and then tomorrow you can eat. So I say stuff like that to yeah. myself because I know what I'm doing. And I and I, but you have to be conscious of that too.
1: That's true. I am unfortunately also an emotional eater. Uh, in the last three years, and a good cook, yeah. Well, that's debatable, but dangerous. at least I try. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I train for carbs, mm-hmm. I I give you that, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, then, yeah, carbs. Oh my god, but, um, for me, um, what you said, like, I would even if, if some people may not like working out, they should try. work out it for me the most beneficial thing about working out is not that I feel fit or that I can you know be faster up the stairs or can lift this or that or whatever for me that's the only thing not the only thing but one of the things that keeps me sane yeah me too my that's I feel good afterwards maybe it's maybe it's a bit insane but I like to suffer It, it just helps me to get over other stuff that I'm yes. suffering from yeah. it, it it kinda it's basically a valve yeah that I absolutely need for for my mental health and yes. like I've been falling off the wagon I told you like a couple of months not working out and struggling with the you know this and that and then and yeah. then if, if you if that routine goes to shit it's so hard to get back into it yes it is but um Yes, it is. I've been working out the last three days in a row every morning. It feels so great. Good. Uh, like on Monday morning when I started, that whole day I was so full of, you know, hormones, like positive yes. hormones. I'm like, yeah, where's the next tree? I'm going to rip that shit apart. Yeah, I, I'm it's, serious. that if The people who suffer from depression,
0: this won't solve your depression, right? That's often a psychological thing that you should probably go talk to someone about, but if you want to feel better in your present moment, you know, and just feel a little bit of relief, you I mean, take some of that that's going on and project it into something positive, like helping your body and then feel the rush of, you know, endorphins or just, you know, sprint a couple times on a, you know, up and down your alley or street or, you know, and just feel like even going for a walk, you go for a half hour walk at a certain kind of speed. I mean, when you get home, you're like, yeah, man, I feel yeah, good. Like yeah. refreshed. Yeah. And that's because you're, you know you're working out all that junk and absolutely
1: yeah yeah it helps you carry carry the weight that you carry with you all day yes you forget it for an hour you just you know blow off your steam and then everything just it's not gone it's still there and the amount of stuff that you have to deal with is the same but it feels just a little lighter yes that's yeah. that's a perfect way to put it
0: i'm not going to add to that uh we're going to take a little dad bod
1: quiz oh
0: okay 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 you ready are you ready?
1: Yes, I'm ready. I'm all. I was born ready. What Dang. movie was that in?
0: I don't know. <laughs> all right, hold on. I gotta.
1: I gotta do that to this. Did I tell you that I did some deep um, research about stupid questions to ask during a podcast while I was preparing for this podcast? No, you didn't. I did. Did you really? Yeah. Here. See that?
0: Oh my god! that's but you so go first. Funny.
1: Okay. There is there is some that I really would like to ask if you want to. Oh my god! <laughs> you can cut them out later. Okay, hold on. We do this. because I have to tally. I have
0: to tally the the answers here. So hold on. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do yours. All right. So uh, first and foremost, are you a dad? Yeah, if I am. Or, you have three beautiful kids. I do. How much sport did you play in school and college?
1: Uh not much not we had but you did you played sports oh yeah I went so I played sports
0: I'm not into sports I pretty much uh I played for my oh my god I hate this question here (laughs) I played for my football slash cricket team (laughs) I won't tell you where I got this question (laughs) here (laughs) okay I played sports That's just I pretty much only played sports or I just played for a team
1: um I played sports Okay. What's the first one, right?
0: Nope. Yes, it is now. Okay. Uh, three. On the weekend, how likely are you to treat yourself to a fatty meal? Very likely. What do you mean treat? It's the norm. I really <laughs> avoid fatty foods.
1: Um, on the weekends, I like to indulge. I think it's- Very likely. Very likely.
0: Okay. Chest hair, what's your opinion on it? Uh, it's trim and you keep it neat. You like to be au natural or a, off it goes, I wax.
1: <laughs> off it goes. I don't wax, but... Oh, you, uh,
0: but, but I'm, you manscape?
1: I don't have personal. to manscape a lot because... Oh, are you
0: bald on your chest? Yeah, almost. Oh. almost. Yeah. Lucky bastard. Which, yeah, I am. Uh, stand up and look down. Can
1: you see your toes? Yeah. Yeah, I still can, but I'm tall, you know, that... <laughs>
0: That doesn't mean anything.
1: You, <laughs>
0: well, can, have, you can still have a, oh, an does. obstacle <laughs> in your way. Vision is yeah.
1: all about how tall is that thing and how long is the shadow you cast. That's true.
0: <laughs> how often do you go to the gym? Three times
1: a week, occasionally never, daily. Sometimes it's two workouts. Mm, on average, three, I'd say. If if I'm not, you know. like
0: In the rut that you're in right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I've already been three times this week. That's good. So I'm good at it. That is good.
0: Your ideal weekend is football with the boys and pizza for dinner, a movie marathon at home with takeout or work, workout, and detox.
1: Oh, shit. We're so, we're nerds. You know that, right? Yeah. So, it's a movie I gotta, marathon. Yeah, on some, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. we okay. love off that shit. <laughs> okay.
0: So, if you got mostly A's, which you did, you got one, two, three, four A's.
1: My dad bot hero? Tell me.
0: You, dear sir, have the coveted body of the season, the dad bot. Yeah. <laughs> You stay fit, but you know how to kick back, unwind, and have fun. Most importantly, you're a blast to hang out with. And the girls think so too. I hope so. Whether it's on the field or during dinner, you looking you look you like looking good, but don't take your appearance too seriously and best of all, you don't count the calories. Hallelujah.
1: Well, That doesn't include my
0: ex-wife, I guess. (laughs) This was from the uh, Economic Times, which is actually an East Indian publication.
1: Actually, I got to say how they put it. It makes me feel proud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's them?
0: (laughs) No, no. no, It's just the way they
1: they just have a very nice way to put it. Yeah, actually, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was American. Like, like, are you a fat ass? (laughs) No, you got a dead blood. That's right. Did, right, you do, well, did you do it Yes yeah, so I got the same thing oh good yeah. awesome yeah you are fun to hang out with them yeah
0: give that thanks man I appreciate that so are you um all right you got you got let's give me a couple questions because uh we're gonna have to wrap it up here pretty soon but I, I want to hear your questions because this sounds awesome okay let's I should come up with a jingle questions with
1: max Yay. but it's all in German. <laughs> Yeah, You should do the, the like a David
0: Hasselhoff the, AI
1: or the German. <laughs> 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 That's great. Right. Do it again. Questions with Max. Perfect. I'm going to sample that. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. What's the strangest thing in your refrigerator right now? Mm. Would be one. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see if there is another good one. Uh, have you ever kept a secret for more than a decade oh oh what yeah, is I. what is what is one song you can't help but sing along to oh that that can spark a whole nother discussion though yeah um, <laughs> what, one, one, <laughs> those are good questions yeah. what is the one recent trend you can't stand
0: uh oh anything woke that's easy.
1: Okay. And you've probably been asked that question before, but we wrap it up with that one. If you could interview a famous person, who would you choose?
0: Mm. That answer changes all the time. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Okay. I think
0: right now it'd be Adam Curry. Um, used to be Joe Rogan before that. It was probably John Lennon. I don't know, man. Hmm. There's so many interesting people that I'd, you know, if they were famous, I'd like talk to, but then I like talking to people that aren't famous yeah. in the eyes of the world and they're, um, but I find them interesting anyways, which is kind of why we started this podcast. Cause it was like bar talk. Yeah. You find interesting people in bars. Yeah. One of the stories my dad tells me in the <clears throat> old days at, uh, Judy Mays down in Georgetown when they, uh, when they were young and just starting out with their business, they go to the bar there and, uh, cause they lived upstairs or close by and they met the craziest Old fuckers in that bar that my dad has all these pictures of in the photo albums. <clears throat> he's like, Oh, yeah. And these crotchety old drunks that would come to their shop and hang out with them and help them around the shop and do work and stuff like that. That yeah. he just met at the bar. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, yeah. He was super nice and what a sweetheart. No, he yeah. was super interesting. He was always funny. Yeah. You know, and a lot of them, you know, pictures of these old guys are flipping you off while you're taking the picture, kind of like how they do today. And, you know, that to me is interesting. Yeah.
1: You know, and those people do have interesting stories. Yeah. Well, let me ask you the same question.
0: If you could interview anyone, who would it be?
1: Uh, I always wanted to have a talk with Denzel Washington. Oh, I, I don't know why. I just, I think he would, would be one. Okay. Um, even if I butchered his name, I probably would like to know more about Wilnik. Yeah. Well, like story i've they like in that that so huberman andrew huberman professor dr Huberman, he was in his podcast before this is now the version where uh Joko was in his podcast oh, and yeah. he tells tells some <clears throat> some interesting and even very touching stories of of his life of uh of his life of like people you know died yeah. not only in war even after he was talking about one in yeah. uh, that died in a parachute accident and yeah like pretty pretty interesting that that's probably like right now, but you're right. It changes. It changes over time. Yeah. There was a, there was a time um, I would have said, uh, what's the name? Um, The professor. uh, Psycho and a psycho, psycho, the psychiatrist uh, Peterson. Oh
0: yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I wouldn't mind talking to Jordan Peterson. Yeah. I listen to him. He blows my mind. Yeah, I think uh, there's so okay. So uh, we'll end on this question because it's podcast related. Uh, what famous person would you love to sit down and have a beer with? They have a dad bod.
1: That has a dad bod
0: <laughs> that you could sit down and. But you know what I mean that, that kind of personality a dad bod they don't take themselves too seriously. Who who do you perceive like that that you would like to have a, a beer with?
1: Um, she's I'm blanking on the name. Um, he he passed away already that comedian Deadman's um, Deadman's um, Singing Club no Dead Dad Poets Society Um, oh Robin Williams Robin Williams yeah, yeah. that probably would be my first choice that's sorry for blanking one. on the name but oh no, that's but, okay
0: like, I'd love to do cocaine with him <laughs> he was always on cocaine well in his younger years yeah. so I think that'd be kind of fun yeah mine would be Chris Pratt
1: and oh, I have I have
0: invited Chris Pratt to have a beer with me. Cause he's from Lake Stevens, Washington here. Oh. And after his divorce with, uh, Anna Ferris, I had, uh, uh, he's put, put something on Twitter and I like, I tweeted at him cause I'm cool like that. And I said, Hey, uh, if you're ever back in town at home, um, I'll buy you a beer and we could talk or something like that. I, I didn't get a response of course, but, um, but I think he'd be fun to hang out with. He seems like a down to earth, cool guy that you could just sit and just have a beer and just shoot the shit with. So,
1: so, Chris, you're probably listening to this right yeah, now. Hey. Shoot Wes a message. You're welcome on this awesome yeah. podcast.
0: Actually, you really, really are. <laughs> <laughs> and in my life forever.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, bromance. Yeah. I'm
0: finishing out with the bromance. It's, it's uh, bromance is brewing. Well, Max, that is it for tonight. Thank you so much for being on the podcast Thank and, you. Uh, and
1: filling in tonight absolutely Uh, yeah wishes our best wishes to john he'll be here next time
0: yes he will be here next time so all right man cheers cheers